If you're looking to start a podcast, the best place to start is Anchor. It's free. The creation tools allow you to record and edit the podcast right from your phone or computer. And Anchor will distribute the podcast for you. So you can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Uh, You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. And it's easy to do everything to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. I think we're really good with our dead air, and I appreciate that we're able to keep it going. For the most part, I think we do okay. Dan, let's shop, let, shall we? Shall we jump into this? Let's just we let's shall. just jump into this. Listen, this is required watching, where we watch the most essential films from the list of cinematic influencers and look at them through the lens of learning about filmmaking and how to move forward. This is Trey Epps. I'm Danny Tatner. Trey, I like the eyebrow movement on that. On that. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I, I apologize. You get to see the ridiculous faces that I make while we get to speak. Listen, today we're talking about the 1994 American drama, Shawshank Redemption. Oh, correction, correction, correction. The Shawshank Redemption. This, of course, is starring Morgan Freeman. I kind of want to end it there, but it'd be unfair. Tim Robbins is starring in this. Uh, and those are the two names I'll, I'll, I'll mention. The cinematography is super important to mention here, and that's by Roger Deakins, of course, and written and directed by Frank Darabont. I could not be more excited about this movie. I picked this, so I'll speak about it first. But in case you have never seen this film, it's about two imprisoned men who bond over a number of years, finding solace and eventual redemption through the acts of common decency i have to admit something i thought this was matt damon i legitimately thought matt damon and morgan freeman started this movie that's a that's a preconceived notion that i had i can only apologize to matt damon and tim robbins matt damon in 1994 would be like 20 years old no (laughs) I, I did I did not know. Here's the here's the one thing I knew, and this is actually it's it feels rare. I feel like I feel like every week we do it, but it's been a while since talking, so it feels rare to state that this is a movie that I haven't watched. I, I knew I knew the big reveal. I knew like he gets out because of the, the poster. I knew that. But I knew that this movie was two hours and change, and I knew the acclaim that it had. I just I never got around to it. Nineteen ninety four. I was I was six. I mean, I don't think you're alone because this went up against Pulp Fiction and Forrest Gump time. I I have watched both of those movies before watching Shawshank. And I don't know if that makes me like two great movies, like three. I mean, all three are great movies, but yeah, Forrest Gump, Pulp Fiction. This is definitely definitely one of those movies like those two that like, yeah, really became part of the part of culture. Like you said, like you already knew and just because I'm sure you've seen it like parodied or referenced or straight up copied somewhere. I'm sure I've seen it from like parodied on like uh, the Simpsons. Like if I had to guess, it was the Simpsons who ruined it for me. I know for a fact that family guy (laughs) does a Shawshank. So maybe. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) So I, I went into this thinking, Oh no, am I going to like this? And I, as in like, because I knew the ending, would I enjoy this as much? And I absolutely did. I really enjoyed this film. I think it's hard. Listen, I I don't want to say masterpiece, but I gotta say it's a fucking masterpiece. It's I, I feel I feel apologetic just to anyone who I talk to about this film now. 
it's just it's just so good i yeah yeah i'll, I'll, I'll stop there what, what was your experience like when you said, first watched it right before i don't know this was probably like my sixth or seventh time seeing this movie in my life yeah it was still good this time like i wasn't bored at all there wasn't any point where i was like oh, i should just skip ahead i already know what's gonna happen like even the beer on the roof scene, I was like, "Damn, this is very satisfying to watch." I, I, I think, I think because, and okay, hear me out. That scene stuck out in my mind a lot, and I think it's because we're outside, like we're properly outside, we're on our roof. I think the color. I think as a viewer, you feel like you're out of jail. You get that nice golden, like, yeah, sunset. yeah. You're like, I could, I could fucking drink a beer right now. <laughs> yeah, very, very interesting. I. I, I gotta say, one of the few thoughts that I had while watching the film was two things. What, like, Morgan Freeman is so charismatic that it upsets me that in the 21st century, we don't know him more than, or when we reference Morgan Freeman, it's only as a narrator, it's only as the voice of God from like Bruce Almighty. I mean, like, I'm sure he's played the voice of Not God great numerous film. times. Yeah, exactly. Fantastic. I will not, I would never argue it. But like, I would say he's got the charisma of someone, especially at this time, has a charisma of someone who's like, I actually don't know who to compare it to. Like, I don't know, like Will Smith. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, like uh, for all Tom Hanks, maybe? Per- Tom Hanks, yeah, exactly. Like, does anything yeah. he does, you're just like, yep, I'm on board. <laughs> I'm on board. Yeah, like, I think the last movie he did was like a Zach Braff movie or something like that. No, I'm not shitting on Zach Braff. Yeah. I mean, listen, he's working. I'm not, I'm not saying he's not working, but I mean, like, what? But he's working what with have- no disrespect to Scrubs, love that show. No, it's a great show. I watched it. I watched it on Hulu again. But like, as in, like, what? Like, he doesn't have the same gravitas in his last few movies as like Hank says, which is super upsetting. Let's see. Like, he's got three movies in post production. So I know yeah. two movies. Like one I movie completed. Come back, the old man, old man Freeman. What's the comeback tra- trail? Yeah, that's a Zach Braff movie. Oh no, it's not Zach. It's not a Zach Braff movie, but Zach Braff is in it. My bad. Apologies, apologies. So let me ask you this: Do you what genre would you put this movie in? Is it a heist movie? Wait, yeah, I have, I have a few questions. Part, I don't know. Part of me thought. Part of me thought like the long game of like of what uh, Tim Robinson's Tim Robinson Tim Robbins character. What's his name? Andy. Like Andy the long like, brain. <laughs> Do you think do you think he always kind of thought I don't know I'm I'm trying to think retrospectively right or yeah yeah I'm trying to think in, in retrospect of like I know I didn't commit this crime I said I didn't commit this crime I got convicted of this crime I spent 20 years of my life here a, a, a beacon of hope is someone saying I know like I know who killed like someone bragged about killing your wife and you know uh, who she was sleeping around with, and I, you know, I've seen, I've seen guards come and go. I've seen commissioners come and go. He, like, for all intents and purposes, like he, like he planned this from like the first week of him of him being here. Or Honestly, you know, whenever watching it this most recent time, I kind of think he killed his wife. <laughs> I mean, it's just him telling the story again, seeing the courtroom, that other guy not being a reliable <laughs> witness. Yeah. Wow, you're, you're like nah. He does. He, you don't believe the. You don't believe the other guy. Oh wow. wow. 
I listen. I can I can see that. I thought he killed his wife. I thought I, I obviously. I'm I sure on other wife. times I've seen this, I've thought that, but for some reason this time I was like, hmm, I don't know anymore. Okay, so how, but did that color your opinion of the movie as you watched it? Like, no, because it doesn't. I mean, I don't think it really feels like twenty years passes. Mm-hmm. But I like that they really let you know it's been 19 years right 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 because that definitely loses any i don't know i never don't like him even if i think he <laughs> killed his wife no but, but i i think you're making a good point because i watched a movie i don't want to say what it is <laughs> i'll tell you off air but i watched a movie where the main character had no redeeming qualities i'm not one of those people who are like the person has to be likable but I think there's an essence of like humanity that's necessary when when relating to a character. Because again, I I believe like until that character came along in Shawshank, where he's like, I, I there was this guy in the other jail who said he killed this woman. I believe that he killed his wife, that Andy killed his wife. But I still liked him. And in fact, mm-hmm. I was like, eh, it was a mistake. <laughs> if anything, I liked him more. <laughs> jokes, jokes. I, I mean, I, yeah, again, I, I was with it. I was completely okay with this. Now, does that, I, I don't know if that makes me a bad person, but yeah, I, I just think like you were saying, I'm not sure if it, I, I'm not sure if it matters as much. And I think, I don't know. I, I, he did wrong. He, he was doing felonies while in jail, right? <laughs> so even if he didn't kill his wife, he was still doing like jailable shit. But he does good things. The beer. Like, like the beer? Yeah. <laughs> a second thing that I can't think of right now. I uh, know he, I mean, he does good things, but he does them only for his, his friends. Yeah. He, so, doesn't, he doesn't even drink beer. So yeah. There's that. But I mean, he only does like, he gets all his friends jobs. He gets them like a sweet gig, but he doesn't really do anything for anyone other than his circle. But like to be fair, it's jail. He can't do it for the whole jail, can't the whole class. What what I found interesting, speaking of like the, the entire jail and the population, is that you think, okay, he he did it for his crew. Who's his crew? Okay, we have Morgan Freeman, and then we have like what five white guys, mm-hmm. right? We have the old guy who's like fucking mama bird, mama bird to this this animal, this bird. Why wasn't there another black guy in the Shawshank? Because it's in Maine. Because <laughs> Stephen uh, King wrote the book. <laughs> Oh yes, because Stephen King wrote the book. I, for, I keep oh, forgetting about this. That's a pretty this. good explanation if I've ever heard one. You know what? Okay, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Stephen King's like, nope. You know what? I, I, I. Uh, moving on. Moving on. It so feels I, no, more weird that Stephen King wrote this. I mean, I guess because of all the Stephen King that I've read, it's probably the most normal story. Did you read the Did you read this story? Is it? Is it yeah, a, yeah, it's a novella. So, and you read you you said you did read it. Yeah. See, I read Stephen King. I read a I read a, like I'm bragging. I read a few Stephen King books and a couple of novellas, and yeah, like this is this does seem like the most normal. And I wonder why that is. Like, why is it just because of the big reveal? Like, like what what were some of the differences if you can remember that from the novella to the movie? Oh. I don't mean to put you on the spot, but I forget. The thing I remember though is like I said, it just it feels it's a great story. Like it just like the movie, it's very well told. Yeah. But I think the thing that stands out is just it's like nothing absurd happens. Like there's no 
paranormal or weird monsters or overly creepy things happening. Mm. It's like a very human story. Yeah. Of like these guys saw something in each other and really connected and saw the good in each other. I so I just looked up I just looked up some of the uh differences in the books and the first of the movie. And it looks like it's like it says the ten main differences, and a lot of it is like the characters' fates are different, like how they died or like if they died. But you know. Whatever. It doesn't it doesn't feel very it doesn't feel very like far from like the movie doesn't feel very far from the short series as far as I the short story as far as I can tell. So fair, like fair enough. I'm not too I'm not too bad about it. I'm still thinking of the genre. And I want to say crime, but is redemption movie a genre? Yeah. Broad? Is that too broad? Yeah. No, it, it, it must be. But do you feel like... Right? Because, all right, so since you brought up redemption, now I'm thinking about the title. Like, is there actual redemption in this? Like, in, in which ways do you think people are being redeemed? Because I think... I think Red... Is his name Red? Is his name short for redemption? <laughs> Yes, yes, uh, it is. Yeah, his name's Red. My name's Mr. Demption. Red. <laughs> How can I be your service today? I just don't know if anyone actually redeems themselves. Yeah, well, I guess like, the, the closest thing would be Red's character at the end because he gets paroled. Right, right, right. And then he has to go like live this like life and he's trying to yeah. figure out how to do it. Like the redemption is like in those those like last five minutes of the movie when he's when Red's like, Guess I'm gonna go kill myself like everybody yeah. else. And he's or like, I can the redemption is redeeming their humanity in prison. I think that's absolutely right. I think we see that time and time again. We see that with like, even like with them watching the movies and the whole Rita Hayworth thing coming about, right? We see that, you know, a man needs a poster, just needs mm-hmm. to get some of that humanity back, just needs to watch that movie, just needs the to hobbies. Not, yeah. He did not get like uh, sexually assaulted by these men who continually sexually assaulted for years. Or, yeah. Yeah, you know, with 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 the guard later on, with the guard, with the warden later on, I'm gonna do some of his petty ass crimes. I I, I love that at the end of it. I love that at the end of it. it. It didn't seem like he took enough money. I know it's like 19. Was it when did he get out? Uh, sixties. Yeah, 60s, it didn't feel. 60s, it, it just didn't feel like for for the amount of money, it sounded like they were like laundering and doing. It seemed like he took enough. Yeah, I mean, even when. Red is telling the story of him getting out. He's like, he went to several banks that day. It's like, <laughs> what? Like three banks? That's it? In, just in Portland? I got, I got enough money. <laughs> Off to Mexico. Off to Mexico. Oh, oh, wow. here it is. He withdraws. Oh, I guess it is a lot. 370000 Oh, okay. okay. It went to $2.92 million. Yeah. That seems like a good yeah. amount. Yeah, that seems fair. In the 60s, okay, that seems fair. But yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm sure like pizza was like 10 cents or like a nickel or something like that. Yeah. So yeah, okay, okay. And then you you transfer that to pesos and... All right, all right, okay. What did you think of the end? Did they need the the reconnection? Would I, I feel like it kind of would have been fine if they just did their own things. I would have been fine with them doing their own thing. I like I, I like listen the way the way I think about it is red red and Andy need each other because they're the only two people they know on the outside that have gone through the same experience so in a way while not actually being in jail 
like they're connected to each other and it's almost like a little bit of a like a lifeblood of mm. them being of them going like I'm out but I still have this connection to jail so I'm not feeling completely deserted in the big wide world that red like red was in there for I forget how long he said like as a whole and like if, I forget the, the, other, the other old guy's name who got out and he's like there used to be Brooks. one car on the street yeah oh, Brooks, yeah, yeah. So, it's like now, now there are cars everywhere. So I, I can only imagine what that's like. For, and who knows how long he was even in there, in there for. But to think, yeah, to, to think that your entire world, your entire, the world that you even think you know has changed in ways that you can't even figure out. And you have to work this like supermarket job. And you're like, you're asking it to go to the bathroom. It's just like, not even a way to be polite. It's just the only thing that you know. To answer your question, to go back is, yes, I, 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 I would have been fine with it. I just would have liked, I think it would have been the easier, I think that's the easier resolution because otherwise you have to show them, you have to show Red setting up his new life and actually living with it comfortably. Hmm. And I think that's harder to do at the end. I think the reason Sorry. I asked is because I think I forgot the ending, the very end. Yeah. And I only remembered it up until he gets the postcard from the border okay. town and he's just yeah. like, ah, I know he's safe. And for me, yeah. remembering whatever the last time I saw this movie, I was like, oh yeah, that's the end. It was like a little open-ended, but it was like, oh, he's safe. And then Red gets paroled and then it's over. I forgot that they actually, he goes down to Mexico and he's like, all right, let's. See, yeah, I would have been fine with the open-ended nature of it as well. I would have been okay with that. But to me, that's that's an okay ending. Because like, did he get the money? Did they reconnect? I don't know. But you know what? They're out of jail and that's okay with me. Golly, Daniel. Yeah, I mean, I. Okay, so I, I guess I'd be remiss if I don't talk about Roger Deakins. So Roger Deakins, the cinematographer, is if you know nothing about cinematography, I'm not talking about just you, Dan. But if you know nothing about cinematography, if there's, like, you need to know who Roger Deakins is. He's the reason why we have beautiful films, and the reason why, like, cinematographers and directors and filmmakers are out there trying to make sure they capture film the same way or just like capture the movie the same way that Roger Deakins does and I think like I was saying earlier the reason that like that beer scene on the rooftop feels so different is so much because of the grim dark and it's I think it's, I think it's hard to call it dark because it was a place where like the, we, we lived in the movie in the jailhouse and it was their home so it doesn't, it doesn't feel, feel dark and gross but it feels mm. it felt That's very right. dark and yeah, exactly. That's a perfect word. It felt very threatening in comparison to like that rooftop. Like anytime they were outside, it felt like it felt like freedom to us. And that's just like only one way that I can think of that where it's just stark differences in, in like mood and lighting and stuff like that. That's really yeah, it's it really, really impressive that he like. You'd think it's oh yeah, of course they're outside. It feels more open, and but they're still in prison. They're still locked up so to be able to really make that change like palpable that's something it is it is something as i watch you drink your big ass water (laughs) stay hydrated i've I've got i've got no other notes on on my end at the end when they're talking about how he's like a geology fan oh yeah 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 pressure and time pressure and time i think that was a beautifully poetic way to compare their 
sense sentences and their time yeah. in prison and what that does to people whether they're there deservedly or not yeah and like i i did, did, was right in jail because of murder i forget i forget what too i know he had a life sentence so i think it might have been just a, a little dash of murder in his life of course if you put why was red you get why was red in prison oh in order to get the payout from the from the policy he cut the brakes out of her car unbeknownst to him she picked up her neighbor who brought along her infant. This resulted in three deaths of three people, which earned him a life sentence. Okay. Didn't think that went through at all. All right. Pressure and time. Let's wrap this bad boy up. Dan, I will go first, if that's all right with you. Please. I think I know what you're going to say. So let's just cut to the chase and say that this is a required movie. Listen, I, I, I feel like I feel like when we say it's required, it feels obvious. But then when I watch some films, like when we pick some films, I already think they're required. And then I watch them and I'm like, oh, I guess it really wasn't. Yeah, this right here. But like, uh, listen, required watching is a masterpiece. I think the strokes that everyone, like even down to the whole pressure and time thing, like I, I, the, the director, the director is also the writer. We have, we have all the heads of department that are really doing their job on this one, not to mention the actors who are telling this really complex story. And like I said, it, it can almost be confused as like a heist or like, you know, a runaway story. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's almost not just like a jail story. And I think that's one of the things that put me off is that I thought, oh, I'm going to, it's like kind of like um, dead poets where I'm, like, I have to learn something. But instead it was like, it was like these character portraits and encapsulated in, in a time like in, in a in a system like jail where time doesn't really move like we only got these bits of information about time moving because of red our narrator because time didn't really move that much for them they're still in jail and i think it's a really interesting way to show time and again these character developments i'm i'm blabbering i'm sorry but i think the moments that we get in this film are very large i think it's hard to pick apart one thing without talking about the entire movie as a whole and i think there aren't many movies who live up to like such an extent from front to back this movie tells you a a handful of things and does it with such complexity yet simplicity that it's hard to fault it for what it's for what it's doing i actually cannot think of a way to try to even think about making this movie better yeah so absolutely required yeah i agree i mean there are a lot of reasons like you could say just from richard deacon's cinematography to just the story itself but I think also like the way these characters are shown, like even the secondary characters have so much yeah, absolutely. humanity to them. And you really understand like why they do the things they do and who are they. Even from simple things like the one guy with the stutter who brings over the beer, just because you see these like small shifts in people and you really understand who they are and the circumstances they're in. Yeah, absolutely required. Listen, hate to love you and leave you on a one of our shorter episodes. Despite the, I, I feel like I can talk about it, but it just wouldn't be. I feel like we say this all the time. I can talk about this movie, but it wouldn't be helpful to blabber on about this. I think that's a testament to the better movies we have left to say about them because it's just like, just watch it and find out. <laughs> oh, no, I, I, exactly. Exactly. And you guys can definitely do that and should do that. But in all, 
Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this film, enjoy this film. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure you help us out by supporting the podcast in way of sharing it, in way of liking it, in way of leaving a comment on iTunes or wherever you're listening to this. If you want to follow the show on Instagram and Twitter, you can find us at Required Watch. If you want to follow me, I'm at Trey.Eps on Instagram and TreyEps on Twitter. Dan. I am Danny Tavener on everything. On everything. Listen, check us out on Patreon where we're releasing, I think, a couple, an episode a week, maybe an episode every two weeks. We're not quite sure yet, but the information is all there. And yeah, if you're a filmmaker, be sure to check out our website where you can submit your film and listen. Thank you so much. It's all I can continue to say. Thank you for all of you who continue to listen to us. And be sure to listen, email us, tweet at us, text me, leave a message. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, We'd love to take your suggestions for some upcoming films. So with all of that, peace out.